Clayton Bird Goes Underground by Rita Williams Garcia. Chapter 25 Without a Warning. They gave their names to Riding Cop. Beatbox and Boombox's real names rhymed. Jellybone's real name didn't fit him. Clayton didn't hear Train Ear's real name. He didn't care. Train Ear didn't looked so big, standing next to the cop. Aw, oh, man, he pleaded, his hard mouth all teeth. Clayton hadn't seen Trainier smile like that, an all-out grin, trying to make his face look innocent. Let us off with a warning. The cop kept riding in his thick pad. Jellybone said, We were just dancing, making the people happy. More like, Kicking the people in the face, young square cop said. He was short and square, built like one of those guys with who blocked tackles in college football. We call it reckless endangerment, soliciting, and disturbing the peace. Oh, come on, officer, please. He smiled real hard. Riding cop shook his head. No more warnings for you guys. How many warnings before you get it? He poked Trainier in the chest with his pen. The poke was hard. Trainier shrank when his skinny chest caved in. Riding Cop told him, These are kids. You're, he glanced at his riding pad, an adult by law. Clayton spoke up. Then can I go? This is my first warning. The beat boys laughed at Clayton's innocence. Trainier swore. Shut it, Grizzly Bear said. He moved closer to Riding Cop. He pointed to Clayton. This one might be coming from school. He didn't get on with them. Clayton didn't say yes or no, although he was glad he had sat next to the cop when he got on the train. He kept his mouth shut, but he looked hopeful. He just wanted to get back on the train, beat his mother home, eat and wash up, in that order. His stomach ached from hunger. The others caught his hopeful look, and Boombox said, That's cold, Claybird. You know you're down with us. Told you, Trainier said. Told you, but no one listens. Beatbox looked at Clayton, and then he looked down. Riding Cop said, I see a book bag, but I don't see any books. He shook his head no to Grizzly Bear. He gets a pickup along with his compadres. Clayton did as he was told and raised his hands above his head. The last time he'd done that was for Jim, for jumping jacks. Grizzly Bear patted Clayton down, arms, underarms, torso, backside, down his legs from top to bottom, inside and outside, then the jacket pocket. Clayton's hand went for his pocket, but Grizzly Bear said, You don't want to do that, kid. Clayton was already breathing hard and fast. The prospect of having his blues harp taken was more than he could bear. His legs weakened, but somehow he remained on his two feet. He looked up at the big cop. His eyes said, Please. The cop took out the silver blues harp looked at it, looked at Clayton, then dropped it into a larger plastic bag. 
He took the book bag next, opened it, shook it, pulled it inside out, and dropped it inside the bag as well. Sorry, kid. Look at the baby bird. Baby bird's gonna cry, Jellybone said, laughing. You, Grizzly Bear said to Jellybones. He didn't have to finish his thought. Jellybone shut his mouth fast and tight in mid-laugh. Clayton couldn't help it. His eyes filled up. One tear fell, then another. Beatbox had nothing to drop inside a plastic bag, but Boombox's dead boombox went into one. Jellybone's fuzzy white kangol cap went reluctantly into another. The truth was, the cap had stopped being white long before Clayton had first spotted it on the wolf pack on the platform hours ago. It was only now that Clayton could see the cap's color. Dingy, but not as dirty as Trainier's tank top. Clayton wiped his eyes and then shifted them to Grizzly Bear without turning his head. He watched Grizzly Bear take Cool Papa's hat off Trainier's head and drop it in the plastic bag, along with the mess of dollar bills and coins he'd removed from Trainier's pockets. Yo, that's my money, Trainier said. Our money, the other said. Clayton wiped his face. That's my hat. Riding Cop said to Clayton, So you do know these guys? Clayton almost said, I don't, which was true. He didn't know them like he knew Omar, or the lizard that darted in and out of the rock den inside the cage next to his desk. Clayton said nothing. Okay, Twinkle Toes. Riding Cop said to Trainier, Jellybones, Boombox, Beatbox, and Clayton, Looks like you ballerinas have all earned an official escort to the ball. But first, the bracelets. One by one, Clayton and the Beat Boys filed out of the police van and were led into the station, their hands behind their backs, bound by plastic strip handcuffs. Cool Papa's words had been with Clayton from the time he'd sat on the train. Look sharp, be cool. But those words wouldn't help him. The plastic strips choked off the blood flowing into his hands. With his head hung low and his chin on his chest, Clayton walked the line, carrying within him all he felt Cool Papa had left to give him. Ghost notes, wails, and the moans from deep down that Cool Papa made in between his once hot guitar licks. Clayton felt only the numbness in his wrists and the wail in his gut. He could cry. Deep down, he could really cry. When they came upon a small room, young square cop cut the handcuffs off Clayton, Beatbox, Boombox, and Jellybones. But he didn't cut Trainier's handcuffs. Clayton rubbed his wrists and wiped his eyes. Beatbox kicked Clayton's sneaker. Quit it, yo. Clayton didn't know if he meant quit crying or quit rubbing his wrists. He didn't care. Clayton entered the small room first, 
its cinder block walls had been painted and repainted in a bright whitish yellow that made Clayton's eyes hurt. He sat on one of the two benches. Riding Cop said, You better pray your guardian angel shows up before nine. Family court is closed for the weekend and the social worker will be gone. If your guardian doesn't show, you stay until Monday. In this room? Clayton asked. The boys all laughed. The cop said, Not here. You'll be on the bus to detention. Your guardian can pick you up there. Except you, he said to Trainier, whose hands were still bound behind his back. What did I do? Trainier asked, although the time to act innocent was over. Why I got these on? Riding Cop said, You're going someplace special. Oh, man, Trainier said. Let's go, Grizzly Bear said. Grizzly, Riding Cop, Young Square Cop, and Trainier left. Clayton stopped wiping his face, but he couldn't stop rubbing his wrists. He could still see the impression of the plastic strips that dug into his skin. He still felt the strain in his shoulders from having his arms and hands behind his back. The bench was hard, but the waiting was harder. He wanted his mother to come soon, but he didn't want to face her. If ever he needed the deep down blues, now was his time. His hand went for his pocket, but his blues harp wasn't there. He closed his eyes to hear the blues, to hear the words about searching for up when everything around him pulled him down. It was his own blues, his own words, his own voice. Yo, Claybird, you still crying? Beatbox asked. Clayton knew the boy's name, his real name, but he was still Beatbox to Clayton. You scared to go to detention? Boombox asked. You're not? Clayton asked back. Beatbox shrugged. We're inside. Better than the cold. They're going to feed us something. He shrugged again. He's scared of that whipping from his mama or his pops. You got a pops, Claybird? Boombox asked. He doesn't live with us, Clayton said. Ours don't either, Beatbox said. Or our moms, Boombox said. Jellybones closed his eyes. Wake me up when they take us to D. Beatbox said, Wish you had your heart, man. Wish we could make some noise. Then, outside the door, Clayton heard, Ms. Juanita Bird? Yes, we have your son. He's here. <laughs>